Hey, blow up. This is the Gritty Sports Podcast brought to you today by Just Keep Living, Matthew McConaughey's Charity Foundation. All right, Check all them right, out, all right. justkeepliving.com. Cool stickers, cool wristbands. Oh, is that cool what that's bumper from? Stickers. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that is. Well, I mean, that's from All Right, All Right, All Right. It's from a movie, but that's where the stickers. I didn't know that that was. Like, that's from his charity foundation. Just keep living. Check it out if you want to get some cool stuff, or I'm you a just want to. Matthew McConaughey fan. Nah, see, I'm a huge Matthew McConaughey fan. But those are dope stickers. I do like that. Yeah, there's some like just keep living ones too. Where'd you get all these from? I just like I bought this bumper sticker and this wristband, and they were like two bucks a piece. And then they sent me a bunch of these stickers. Nice this one right here. See, this one's cool minus the fact that he's on it. I, don't even I think like that's the... him. That's him. It's got Who else would it be? His his figure is much better. Yeah, than that's that. true. That looks like an old guy. I would, I would love the to shorts are really I short, would just though. cut his ass off. Do it's a little, very interesting. Do I feel like this trimming. is his dad or something. Dad. But either way, thank you, Matthew McConaughey, for the sponsor. It's Jerry West. It's Jerry he's just West. used for all the logos he's, now. He's, he's the, the logo model. He's Mr. also uh, he's the Cracker Barrel guy. <laughs> he's the old man sitting in the rocking chair. He's pretty much multifaceted when it comes to his marketing. So, good job, Jerry West, who told us this time. Uh, today's show, we have the NHL playoffs. The Stanley Cup is out and shining upon all of us. We have the NBA playoffs and the gritty finish. Join us today are your usual suspects, Ryan Rutherford, John Harrell, myself, Josh Wagner, here to give you our take on everything that's going on. And, you know, this is one of my favorite times of the year when we get to talk hockey for half of the show. Um, Joy. As John's very excited. And I'll, I'll get John engaged a little bit because we'll talk a, a decent amount about the Capitals. Is that's really I don't the, know how exactly It's really the only series that's really tight right now. Assuming Boston wins tonight as we talk, the Caps are starting uh, game four of their series in Columbus. But uh, we'll, just, we'll start with the top storylines. We'll start first with the games going on tonight. Uh, with the Capitals, they go with Grubauer. They flop. And they go back the other way. They go with Hopi. Hopi wins in double overtime in game three. Um, do you think that the switching goalies thing may have an effect long-term on this series for the Capitals? Because I think we were all in agreement that Grubauer was the good idea when the series started, and then it flipped back. Boy, were we wrong. <laughs> yeah. No, I definitely think everyone was in agreement that going with Grubauer Even to start Hopi the series. So. Yeah. No, everybody, I think, thought so. Uh, Grubauer came in with, like, the best record in hockey since, like, Thanksgiving. Um, he was just lights out for a majority of the end of the season. Um, and then Holtby, he, like, faltered for a while. And then uh, at the end of the season, right before the playoffs started, the Caps were switching between Holtby and Grubauer. And the last six starts for Holtby, he did finish 5-1. and one. So he was going into the playoffs, like, not as in bad shape as everyone thought he was, but Grubauer was definitely the hot hand, and I feel like most coaches would go with the hot hand, even if it is over-experience. Because uh, Holtby obviously has the playoff experience. Yeah, and like I feel like you can't go wrong with going with somebody like Grubauer, but you know, 
with goalies, it can really go either way when it comes to not having playoff experience. Either you don't know what it is, so it's just another game, mm-hmm. or it just ends up being too much and you get overwhelmed. And it just seemed like Grubauer was overwhelmed. I don't really think he was over like overwhelmed, but I think there were there were definitely times where I think he lost focus maybe because yeah. like he was got lost in the moment with like especially just like the little like he lost a bunch of the little things like the finer details to his yeah. game. And that's like you get ev- cheapy. Exactly. Like yeah. everyone in the whole world saw that his glove side was just wide open. He kept he just putting his like glove down and you can't do that in the playoffs especially like two games in a row because they really went after that glove side late in game one and all over game two. I thought in game one a lot of his goals were kind of, or a lot of the goals against him were kind of some, like, luck. (coughs) The one that they put through his uh, leg pad in the the, uh, bar, I guess. Mm -hmm. And it was, I mean, literally he had to shove it through. Like, it was, I mean, the smallest of windows. But, yeah, I just think that, I don't know. I would just say I didn't expect expect him to shit the bed as bad as he did because he, he didn't play well at all in game two no. and moving on to game three when Holtby finally got the start I thought he started really really strong and then he played a pretty average game from there on out um, a couple of the goals he gave up were you know kind of soft in that way too but you know he did just enough because the Blue Jackets came out and had a shooting gallery in the first mm-hmm. period of the of the third game and he stood tall in that regard, and he kind of just waited it out after that. But the Cavs did do a good job of preventing uh, a lot of scoring chances. Yeah, uh, and John Carlson, we are not worthy He's of you. Beast. He's still balling out in the playoffs. John Carlson has been on He's my had, DraftKings team like every game this season. He's had like by far the best season of his career, and like I'm really glad it seems to be carrying over into the playoffs because I, I feel like most Capitals players, whenever they have a good Regular season, it never carries in, and Ovechkin had two goals in game two, so hopefully he can keep scoring. Yeah, and I did with Ovechkin. He's never had three multi-point playoff games in a row. He's got two moving into today. Exactly. So he's got an opportunity to get a monkey off his back in a big game. Um, We'll get back to the caps when we talk about our headlines meter, um, when we try and go through some of our bold predictions. But now let's get to the Las Vegas Golden Knights who just I don't know why at this point I'm still like somewhat doubting them and I'm going to I'm going to doubt them again in this podcast just because their goal production isn't there right now. You're going to doubt the only team with a clean sweep so far. Yeah. Okay. Like, <laughs> well, the Sharks have it too. Oh, and they, they, they looked a lot more impressive in their sweep in my opinion. But the the Knights did an that excellent last job playing defense. And uh they I think they only gave up like 3 goals in the entire series. They only scored 7. But it was a clean sweep. Marc-Andre Fleury has like a save percentage north of 970 right now. Uh, two shutouts. They won two one nothing games. And say what you will about their goal scoring. They're playing really good playoff hockey right now. And clearly they're not messing around. Because they went up against a team like the Kings, who just five years ago were winning back-to-back cups. Mm-hmm. So, or not back-to-back, but two and three yeah. years. Yeah, the uh, I still really like Vegas, even though uh, you you think the Sharks were the are the better team in the West right now. Still, I do. Um, but yeah, I like Vegas a lot. Uh, and did you see Bryce has a Vegas Golden Knights sticker on the knob of his yeah, bat right he's now? Big Golden Knight fan. I know. I think I'm a Golden Knight fan. It hurts me though whenever he does shit like that. 
Like, he doesn't care about <laughs> he DC not loyal at all. Past the he nationals? No, he's not. He does no. not care about DC at all. Yeah. It's so sad. But I mean, that's great. His hometown just did get a hockey team. That's I mean, yeah, no, it is exciting for him. Like, and that's their only professional sports yeah. team they have. But it's just like, I think I'm a Golden Knights fan because Bryce is not a lot of serious Golden Knights mm. fan. If I was a fan of well, I mean, a team I think that we're wasn't all, the Cavs, I think we're all casually rooting. for I would the be a yeah. Nashville fan. But and we also, I don't think we've talked about this in the podcast, but we've talked about it in real life. If the the farther the Golden Knights go, this has to pick up steam. The expansion draft needs to change their format. Like teams should not be able to get this good, out, like out of nowhere to be not even existent last year and now be a Stanley Cup contending team. Like whether you like it or not, like they're definitely in contention for the cup. Like they're still playing in April. So and I, I think a lot of the I think the expansion process is good. But they also went on a fortunate note because no team has known what to do because this is the first time this has happened in a very long time. And they but it might a, happen again soon. They have a lot of rental players as well on this mm. team. But it might happen again very soon with Seattle Yeah, and getting I feel like Seattle's so, going to get dicked over. <coughs> well, yes. Like, they're going to be really bad. I kind of hope that they get dicked over because they need to change. If they don't change it, though, then they won't. If they don't change it, Seattle will be in the playoffs their first year as long as they put the right people in the front office. Like, they can obviously be in a position to do the same thing because the NHL, talent-wise, is so deep now. You can't, With protecting players like teams like the Caps and Penguins and teams that are deep, you will, lo- good you will lose a very good player. Like, in a ve- well, the guy they got from the Caps, uh, what's his name? Nate Schmidt. Nate, Nate Schmidt is, like, you talk about the rental players. Nate Schmidt is not a rental player. He's a young guy that they can develop, and he can be one of the best defensemen in the league. Like, or what? He, he switched between wing and defense. I don't know what, what he plays now. Stuff. Okay. Um, but yeah, he could end up being one of the best defenders. He's really good offensively. Yeah, and I guess it's been floating around sports media, but do you think that the Vegas Golden Knights going to the cup and winning would be bad for hockey? Um, I don't know. I'm I'm all in. I think think it would be good for hockey, but it would make hockey look bad. Yes, I agree. Like (laughs) I think, like publicity wise, like everybody would be like, "Whoa, this team came out of nowhere to win!" Like that's really cool. But then, like everybody else in the NHL, I think will be like, "What the hell? We've been trying to win a cup. The Caps have been trying to win a cup for like forever, (laughs) and we and then this team just walks in and they they win one in their first year. Like I feel like that would really piss some people off. Like. In the NHL with community. And especially with, like, yeah, and with George McPhee. Holy shit. What if the Caps <laughs> lose to Vegas in the in the Cup? Okay, we're not that making it. That would be so there. sad. Yeah, no, we won't make that second we, round. If we get out of this round, we got to play the Penguins. They're going to beat the dog shit out of us. I know. Us. And then I'm going to root for Smashville the rest of the way. Smashville. It's so much fun to I've say. Been to, I've been to Nashville, so I guess I technically Smashville. could be a, a, a Smashville fan. Yeah. I think between, like, your country roots and you going to Nashville, yeah. you're, like, 30% qualified. I've been. I've I feel like bars. I've been to the stadium. Most Predators fans are just like people who went to Nashville like at once. Well, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's the criteria. Yeah, I feel like I'm jumping shit. But then, like, I feel <laughs> like that's like it. The, the Golden Knights are the same way. If you just yeah. go to Vegas and go to one game, yeah, you're a fan. You're an honorary fan because no one actually lives in those places. Like no one actually lives in Nashville or that's Vegas. True. Like Which those is are just tourists. Like the season tickets were sold out for the Golden Knights. Yeah. Well, I think I feel it's like it's just a bunch like, of casinos and businesses. Yeah, buying no, seats exactly. I think it's just businesses buying seats and then giving them away because there's just there's so many of that like hospitality industry places in Vegas that would do something like that. Yeah, but I would like to say as a reality check um, for Vegas that 
Their odds to win the Stanley Cup at one point were 300 to 1. So I'd actually like to see him go pretty far just to see how much the casinos will sweat, the big yeah. casinos. And Darren Ravel starts tweeting about, like, the ridiculous bets that people made, like, yep. a year ago. Well, I mean, it's just, like, one of those things where, like, if you're in Vegas and you see 300 to 1 odds, you're just like, all right, here's $100. Yeah. You're going to pay off to be $300,000 yep. at some point. Like, that's just absolutely absurd to me. But another thing that we got to put in perspective is while this is a huge underdog story, 300 to 1 is minuscule compared to when Leicester City won the Premier League at 5,000 to 1. So it's not quite as big as we were making soccer. it out to be. And that was talking soccer, but Leicester City had 5,000 to 1 odds. Uh, yeah, John was just like, what? City, what? Just like, that sounds like a burger place. That's kind of good. Uh, <laughs> go to Leicester Toronto City. 1-1. One, one. Nice. So we're breaking breaking live news. Uh, it's 1-1. One, one. I missed the end of the first for the Jackets. Or not the Jackets, the uh, Maple Leafs. And the Bruins. But just saying, the Vegas thing comparatively to Leicester City is still kind of interesting. Um, we got the same old shit going on in Anaheim. Uh, Anaheim having a real problem with keeping the same core together that won that Stanley Cup in 2007. Corey Perry is not good anymore. Ra- I mean, Ryan Getzlav is not really that good anymore. Is that a long um, span and, in hockey? Yeah. it's It's been 11 years that they've had the same core together. Uh, Timu Solani done, you know, had a career and retired in that time, so he's gone. And just watching Anaheim and watching them play the Sharks was just very sad. It was the only series that I saw, and it, again, it sounds really weird to say, but the Kings got swept, and I don't think they played a bad series. I thought they played really well, uh, but Anaheim was the only team in the Stanley Cup playoffs so far that I was just like, yeah, I wish I was watching someone else play in this game. <laughs> they were very, very bad. I haven't watched any. I didn't watch any of that series, but it sounds like I didn't miss out on anything. Yeah, no, San Jose imposed their will. Evander Kane, we'll talk about him a little bit later, looked really good in his first playoff games of his career. Um, but moving on now to the Wild. They're playing the Winnipeg Jets. They're down 3-1 to one now. Um, and they're also down Ryan Suter and Zach Parise. Uh, they lost Matt Yikes. Dumba for a little bit the other day. Um, so the Wilds, their their goose is probably cooked. Um, even Eric Stahl's 40 goals. It's got about goals. 30 minutes left in the oven. <laughs> yep, yeah, it's about to be done. That little, uh, the popping thermometer it's is like, about to click yep, it's off. It's almost about to click. They're about to have dinner with the fam. The mac and cheese is already done. Yep, everything else is waiting <laughs> on. The kids are at the table screaming yeah. their head off. They're ready to go. But you can't eat until everything's ready yep. for some reason. I don't know why it is that way. But the goose is done uh, for the Minnesota Wild. That's all I'm going to speak on it. Great season, though, for the Minnesota Wild. Their coach, Bruce Boudreaux, very uh, common name Never heard in of these him. circles. <laughs> he looks like a naked mole rat, in yes. my opinion. And he kind of looks like a pussy. But Yikes. I'll leave it at Yikes. that. He just kind of does. I, if you're a hockey player and you're one of the toughest in the league, it'd be kind of hard to follow a guy that you know kind of looks like that. But that's just me. Um... The biggest trade headliner so far, like I said, uh, for me it was Evander Kane. Um, he's got three goals in that four-game sweep. He's really the only guy who's made a huge impact at the trade deadline for some teams. Uh, Tartar didn't really do a lot for Vegas. Derek Broussard only has one goal for the Penguins. So picking Evander Kane was a big one. Uh, but Ryan McDonough also for the Tampa Bay Lightning going over from the Rangers playing 26 minutes a game. Um, right next to Victor Hedman is also a big addition for the Lightning. Uh, and now we got to look so far, guys. So I'll, I'll turn around and let you look at the stats in case you don't have a player in mind. But we're going to make our early Conn Smythe picks because 
overreaction is everything, and we are about a week and a half, two weeks into the Stanley Cup playoffs, so I want you to pick the playoff MVP. Well, John Carlson. <laughs> not looking. I, would, I would like Carlson. That would be awesome. Oh, but I, my, did you show me because of who number one is? Eat a dick. Yeah, no, that's why you want to show us. But I already had my pick in mind because I've been watching a lot of the Cap series, and somebody who has been a thorn in our spine has been Panarin. Dude, I, he yeah. is balling. Isn't he? He is he young? seven he's points. Really young, he is he? very young. He came right. Yeah, he's from like the, twenty from the Blackhawks. He was the rookie of the year uh, when he came over from Europe. He played uh, two seasons with the Blackhawks. This is his first year with Columbus. He got dealt in the Brandon Sod trade. Um, but, yeah, the kid can really play. Um, him, he basically has his runabout of doing whatever he wants in Columbus because mm-hmm. he's the most talented player on the roster. Uh, but, yeah, he has been really good in this playoff series. He's been a giant pain in the ass for Cavs fans, no doubt. Yeah. And he's just he, he's an all-around talent. He's, he's a really good pick, honestly, if – the Columbus Blue Jackets end up going far. It's going to be you know solely on him and Cam Atkinson, and probably yeah. Bob Roski. Yeah, he'll have to play well. But I think he's a good choice. I think that David Pasternak is also a great choice. He has a hat trick already in these playoffs. He's got nine points. Um, he didn't have any points in Boston's loss last game. So you know MVP, most valuable player. Sometimes you live and die with that player. Mm-hmm. David Pasternak could be that guy. Obviously, you have to throw Sidney Crosby in the equation. He had a hat trick in game one. He's (laughs) leading the playoffs with five goals currently and nine points, a plus eight. Um, His shooting percentage is right around 50%. So, I mean, he has been on top of his game completely. And then the last is Marc-Andre Fleury. He's been a brick wall so far for the Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah, I mean, it's not like we haven't seen this before. It's not like it should surprise anybody, but honestly... His, his numbers are eyeball-popping. No, it doesn't surprise me because he did it sure last you, year. Yeah, but you didn't want him anymore. You were ready to kick him out. Well, yeah, I've never, I've never been a big flurry guy. But, I mean, I'm not a big Murray guy either. Something about goaltenders, I just can't warm up to the idea. They're there and gone too fast. Ours are sticking around too long. <laughs> well, it's just, like, it's just like how, like, I used to kind of really, really like, you know, Murray back when he first started, and you guys used to love Holpe. And now we're both just, nah. yeah. you know, it kind of just depends on the day. Like when they do, when a goalie does their job, you're just like, okay, you should be doing this. And then mm. when they suck, you're just like, what the hell are you doing? I can do That's that. how I feel <laughs> about kickers in the NFL. Like mm. I've never liked a kicker in my life. I and, can't get behind a kicker. And I feel like when goalies are young and they have good games, you like see potential and you're like, well, if they can do this already and this is like their first and year. that's like what they do. Yeah, then, the then they can only get better. Oh, shit. We have like a, like a future here. Like he's going to do this forever and it just yeah. doesn't happen. And it's also been a little while since a goaltender has like stolen a Stanley Cup series. It's been a little bit now since that's happened. What? What? What's man what? did it last year. He, Murray did not steal the Nashville series. We just put up a lot of Smashville. But he also was a brick wall, like all. I mean, like he played really playoffs. well, but like it wasn't like we won every game one nothing. No, but he was like like the Vegas series is. He right was now. stealing shit out of the air. That I don't know. I was highly impressed by him. Well, don't let him fool you. He's soft. Oh, but well, yeah, I don't moving on. Um, so those are our MVP picks. Um, another guy, Nikita Kucherov as well, has nine points. Um, and the Lightning won last night, went up 3-1 on the Devils, so that series is probably over. Um, oh, we have Taylor Hall being a studly man. Uh, this is an obvious headline. Taylor Hall, he's kind of the same as uh, Artemi Panarin in Columbus, how they're just young stars. 
dragging a very mediocre offensively challenged team with them. Uh, Taylor Hall's been doing that all season for the Devils. He had like a 26-game point streak, and that was the only reason the Devils snuck into the playoffs by like one point on the last day. So he's been literally willing them by himself. And the game they won, he had two goals, two assists. So (laughs) they live and die with Taylor Hall. Uh, He's an awesome player. Is that our most valuable player candidate? He definitely could be. Yeah, um, I agree. If the Devils were to win at all, I mean, he if would they, be it. Yeah, I mean, and if they would come back from down 3-1 against, you know, arguably the best team yeah. in the Eastern Conference with the Lightning. But he would have to help a lot. Yeah, he would have to have a huge part of it. So, But, you know, I fully expect them to probably be done here soon. But Taylor Hall, yeah, he's a stud. Um, the most interesting series, what, back when it was, you know, Game three's coming up, it was more interesting. Now there's only, like, a couple series that are only, you know, within a game apiece, so... I mean, it's the Caps and Jackets. I mean, all three games went to overtime. Um, some things of concern, though. Uh, Tampa Bay now has taken an average of four to five penalties per game in their first four games against New Jersey. Um, it's a possible discipline issue for a team that talented to be taking that many penalties. Where's your discipline, Josh? I have plenty of discipline. Yeah, no, I think especially in the playoffs because, like, Refs don't just throw out penalties in the playoffs. No, like you have to like yeah, fuck you have, up. Yeah, like it, you have to be obvious. Like if you're gonna be slashing, you're gonna break the fucking stick. Yeah. Like you, they're not gonna call penalties that aren't obvious. Like the Caps have been victim of that a couple yeah. times. The Caps, I feel like every time I look up, that somebody's in the box. Like, well, the Caps are doing it in very inopportune times. Like Tom Wilson, honestly, has been a cancer for you guys this series. He's been out taking dumb penalties. Are surprised? His production has just been pretty low as well. I have not. He's not a top line player. No, I don't, I don't, no, he's I don't not. But he is up there. I know for the most part. But he's just no, like he is playing the top line, but he shouldn't be. Yeah, I agree. And uh, I think it was game two when you guys gave up the two goal lead. He was the one who got all those penalties called on him, right? Mm-hmm. I think yeah. so. And you just can't do something like that. Um, can't get sucked in. That's. Part of Malkin's problem whenever he plays the Flyers. Yeah, Malkin gets yeah. Malkin Malkin's gets a head hardcore suckered in. There's a couple of players on every team that get super suckered in. Yeah. Um, but either way, uh, the last thing on the agenda: um, which sweep do you think was more significant here so far, with the Sharks moving on and the Vegas Golden Knights moving on? Which one impresses you the most as a headline? I think it's more impressive for Vegas, just for their like confidence, you know. To just be able to be like, all right, we're not only are we like in the playoffs as an expansion team, and none of us knew each other this time last year, but like obviously we are here and we can win games. So I think that one's really impressive. Yeah, I agree, and I just feel like yeah, them being a new team, them shut like pretty much shutting their opponent out. Mm-hmm. Like every game I saw, it was what they win one nothing last night. It just seems like their goalie has been shut down. So. I felt really bad for the Kings, honestly. Like, when it was all said and done, I watched all four games of the series. Oh, now he scored. Good. There, a bunch of ridiculous things happened there. This is probably one of those times where they call the goal back because something happened, like, 20 minutes ago. <laughs> we could, I could probably vent about that for days. It's like, it's like a penalty where if it doesn't happen to my team for a while, I kind of like cool off, and then it happens again, and then I'm immediately triggered. All of course, over John again. Carlson sets it off with a great first shot on goal. But yeah, so this game, uh, the fourth game, 
but I was looking for the Sharks because I thought that was a more impressive win. Of course win. you did, because you love the Sharks. I you're don't love the se- Sharks. You're a secret Sharks fan. No. If I was Da-dum. if I was a secret anything fan, I'd probably be a secret Vegas fan. Yeah. I think we'd all no, decide I'm, I'm secret that. Smashville. Actually, I hey. don't think I'm even secret anymore. Hey, Josh. <laughs> you were an Oilers fan guess for a while. Guess you just Still scored. an Oilers fan. Who? Tom Wilson. Tom Wilson? Mm-hmm. Dang. Well... Right second after, right second goal of the playoffs. Uh, a man, <laughs> a man can change, and every dog does have his day. Is the saying right? I guess. So we'll we'll see if he uh, negates his stuff. But anyways, the Sharks scored three, three, eight, and two in their series wins. Um, Marty Jones only gave up a total of four goals. So Flurry gave up three. Marty Jones gave up four. Uh, so the Sharks are rolling. Ve- just very impressed at the dominance of the Sharks. That eight to one game. Uh, really got my uh, Woody hard because I had a lot of DraftKings players that day. But either way, um, we'll get now to NHL predictions moving forward. Um, the next prediction, uh, it's a two-parter for the Capitals. The Caps-Jackets games uh, for Game 4 today is going to go to overtime again. Yes. Yeah. Yes or no? Yes, because the Caps hate me. And then yeah, I, I'd the love Caps, to see a 4-0 blowout, but that's yeah. not going to happen. With the Capitals happen. and the Jackets, only the road team will win for the entire rest of the series. No, because the Blue Jackets will win tonight. You yes. think? Yes. Think and then the they're going to win again, and it's going to be over. All right, uh, the Avalanche pushed the Predators down 3-1 to seven games. No. I don't know. I think enough, it's possible. I don't know enough about this. I think the Avalanche have played really well. They can't seem to, you know, push right through. Um, I think that they're due for a game where they just kind of light the lamp because McKinnon and Landeskog have been just rolling so far this postseason. Um, both young stars playing in uh, Colorado as well. Uh, part of their problem is their goaltending. They don't have a consistent goalie, and they're going back to the guy they started with in Game Four um, or Game Five. Uh, so I think that could be a, a uh, possibility. Um, the Devils win Game Five in Tampa Bay and force a Game Six. Yes. I'm also not. A, I don't know enough about those series. <laughs> yes to, or no, John? Uh, yeah. Fifty-fifty. Sure. Give, no. give me um, Game Six. I want uh, to be over before that. I guess. All right. John doesn't like the Devils. Uh, and Toronto wins tonight in Game Four, ties it up two-two, makes it a best two out of three series. Who are they playing? Boston. Yes. Yes, please. <laughs> Shit from our. Uh, by the way, Tyler Smith is no longer a part of this podcast. Have we established that? Yeah, I, nobody thought he was in it. He's not in. Yeah, I, I, I was concerned about he, him. He knows he's not. He's a he's a special guest. He's now. a special guest. Yeah, exactly. I think he's okay with that. Um, so we'll move away from hockey again. Games going on tonight. We got the Capitals uh, going against the Blue Jackets and just the Eastern Conference games today. Um, also the Bruins and the Maple Leafs, all games are live, so there'll be a little bit old news when you hear us tomorrow, but you can see if we were right or if we were wrong. We're probably wrong. Or if we were maybe a little bit of both, I don't know. So, uh, moving into the NBA now, we got a bunch of good headlines, and, uh, I guess we're going to start with Playoff Rondo. Um, I've been catching a little bit of NBA, I'd be lying if I said my entire attention hasn't been on the Stanley Cup playoffs, but I've been catching highlights and scores, I'm keeping up to date with the NBA, uh, but playoff Rondo, he is, uh, playing a very good secondary role to Anthony Davis, who just looks more and more dominant as the days go by. Yes, uh, playoff Rondo is a thing, it's been a thing. It's like Hoodie Mellow. How long, it's way better than Hoodie Mellow. <laughs> I don't know, man. Or Untucked Kyrie. Okay, that, that, now we're, now we're debating here but yeah playoff rondo 
Uh, I saw a thing today where a guy on Undisputed said that he talked to um, Sam Cassell when Sam Cassell was an assistant coach in Boston. He said throughout the playoffs he would just go to Rondo and be like, "Hey Rondo, I need you to, I need you to get me a triple double tonight. We need that, or I need you to get me twenty assists. Like I need you to do this and that." And Rondo would just do it. He's such like a, a Swiss Army knife. He can do everything for the team, and when the playoff time comes, it's kind of like LeBron in a way, like. During the regular Don't season. Don't try to butter me up. I'm not even looking. <laughs> in the regular season, he just kind of coasts and gets it done, and then the playoff time like, comes. How long have up. we been waiting for Rondo to just be decent for a team since Boston? But, I feel like it's been a long time. Rondo. He was okay in Sacramento. I was like, no, he fit well in Sacramento. I think he just really does not give a shit about the regular season at all. Yeah, he doesn't. Like, and he if just he knows his team doesn't isn't try. going, then yeah, he doesn't care. Yeah, and if he knows his team isn't going to make the playoffs, then he doesn't try even more. He turned up that first game in Dallas, and then. Uh, uh, whoever Dallas's coach is, he's a real dick face. Like said something Carlisle. to him, Carlisle, yeah. and he was just like, "Fuck you, I'm not playing." And he just stopped. <laughs> yeah. He walked off the court and I didn't remember play. That scenario. We and, definitely talked about that yeah, at one like, point. <laughs> it was just like, "Hey, he's not playing anymore." Okay, good. I don't want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that was a good back and forth. So we got playoff Rondo and Terry Rozier, um, basically being Sca- asked to play forty minutes Terry. a game uh, with Kyrie Irving out, and the Celtics are all kinds of banged up. And, you know, that first game of the series was real close against the Bucks. second one not so much. Um, the first game was amazing. What is, what is that was the, my favorite NBA playoff game Chris so Middleton far. from, like, way, way back. It was like a spot-up, though. Uh, but like, it didn't even look like he was chucking it. Yeah, he, I think he thought the game was over, and he was just like, eh, pull up, and he yeah. cashed out. Yeah. So he had no pressure. Yeah. He Terry Rozier is the best, the best backup point guard in the NBA. Yeah. He could start on a, a handful of teams. Yes. He's a very special talent. And watch the Celtics flip him for more first round picks, and then they just no, always they have first round picks him. forever. People flip, in Boston have Marcus a real hoarding Martin. problem with draft yeah. picks. Well, no, I don't even know if it's. I think everybody else has gotten this thing from Danny Ainge because Danny Ainge has always been the one to do it, but it's worked out so well. But I mean, it's not like a out there philosophy. Like all rebuilding teams, in but not all like time them. have flipped picks. Last year they had five picks in the top thirty five. I mean, when you get rid of Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce, yeah, that's what's going to happen. No, that, they got that to get him. Oh, no, it was to get rid of him. Yeah, yeah you're right. I, I don't know. I just feel like... God, the Nets are dumb. Danny Ainge has but, done a lot of really... Yeah, I mean, he's done a lot there. of good stuff. And, I mean, the Sixers have done, you know, somewhat the same idea with tanking they've just, more But they've honestly just sucked. Yeah, and they've been really, really bad. And I actually hope they keep losing. I was kind of a 76ers fan before Philly started, you I know, getting Simmons. arrogant and shit. Uh, I think it's like... That's why I'm glad, like... The Penguins aren't just beating the Flyers, they're kicking the piss out of them. I like that. Too, I think actually. that Philly needs a reality check. Yeah. There's a reason well, that the city of Philadelphia is not allowed to win because their fans are unbearable. Yeah. Like, they're, they're worse than Dallas fans. Dude, they're terrible. And that's like, saying a lot. <laughs> like, the Penguins have won the last two Stanley Cups, and I'm not parading around on Twitter every day and talking about it. I yeah, don't you're think I'm doing it to us. Like I, I don't think I have seen a day goes by on my Twitter timeline that I haven't seen something about the Eagles. Yeah, you're right. They're there every day, and they're all over this because the uh, the schedule leaked, and every game was popping up on a different tweet. Oh, they played this team week thirteen. I don't give a fuck when they play the Falcons. I don't care. That's another regular season game to me. Yeah. Piss up a rope. Yeah. No, the city of Philadelphia. <laughs> we need. We need. Yeah. Piss up a rope. We need Dwayne Wade to just shock the world yeah. and just carry the heat the score and beat game. the Sixers. His ass will never stop being eaten. Nope. <laughs> if he wins one playoff series, his ass will be so chapped. <laughs> Shout out to Gabriel. He, he will have a bloody ass <laughs> crack. Have some wide poops. <laughs> That's disgusting. 
It'll be it'll be very gross. Let's get into the real business. Um, yeah, talk about some, Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, we're talking about Kawhi Leonard, who needs one like on Facebook to quit on his team. <laughs> he liked that was it. such a funny TikTok. He liked it. That was funny. I laughed at that a lot. Yeah, too. yeah. So we'll we'll steal part of my takes verbal memes. So it was a picture, and it said it was Kawhi Leonard's Facebook status, and said it was clearly a fake account. Yeah, But it said like. How many likes for me to uh, leave the Spurs? And it was, or it was like one quit like on my team. Yeah, or one like to quit on my team. And then it was like Kawhi Leonard like this. And so. then, it, and then it was him, and it said K. It literally just said K. <laughs> and like that, that was really funny. But what the hell is going on with Kawhi Leonard? Like even Pop, who's usually pretty calm when it comes to in-house stuff, even he's popping off a little bit. Just like, oh, you have to talk to it's him. Pop's a dickhead. Like I'm not gonna take it easy on Pop. Come I do. Feel, I feel really bad for Pop because Flags. you guys were going crazy on him, and I was like, "Damn, that sucks." But Pop needs to be put in his place. He's an asshole. Fl- the flags are currently at half mass because his wife died, and you're going to Shut say this up. shit about him. Yes, they are. They're at half mass for another reason. Don't do that. No, it was for Aaron Popovich. Shut the fuck up. They're at half mass. I for like a I, presidential I, lady. Me, we've had this discussion. You can look back. I don't know what podcast is, but me and Ryan have got into a serious debate about. Uh, how good of a coach Pop is, and Ryan does not like Pop. I like him. I'm not going to say he's a bad coach, but his he's personality an, he's is an asshole. bad. And that's yeah. why Kawhi is like, Kawhi is an even-keel guy. He wants to be go coach. He wants to be coached by But, Brad like, why Stevens. isn't Kawhi Probably. playing? Because he, he doesn't, doesn't like Pop. He I don't doesn't, think this has anything to do with Pop. I do. I, I do. Pop I took a lot of shots at him in the I, I think he Kawhi like Leonard, every ounce of the Spurs. I think yeah. Kawhi Leonard is stuck in an Andrew Luck. Because what did Tony Parker say? Tony Parker said, I had that same injury, but mine was way worse. Like, that is just, like... You're nothing without that guy. No. He they, doesn't smile. They might actually beat... That's what, like, pisses me off is, like, they could probably beat the Warriors right now if they had Kawhi Leonard. No. The, no. Dude, the Warriors are very vulnerable right no, now. They okay. look like We're going to get to that topic, and I'm going to... Yeah, but go on. All right, They're so next up, Embiid is tired of being babied, but he is back tonight for Game 3, so it's a bit of old news, but... What, what what is your take on a guy just basically calling out his franchise and his basically his medical staff? I think it was really surprising because I uh, honestly thought that Joel Embiid was the one who was uh, like trying to take it easy and not trying to rush himself back because like in the grand scheme of things he is still like 22 years old so he has a lot of career left in him um, and like still has a couple years left on his contract with the Sixers even so they should maybe be considering uh, his health for the long term as well. I, I agree with that state of mind, but I'm also thinking, like, this is probably the most wide open the East has been in, like, a decade, probably. But the, So this... you should probably push your way back, because a healthy 76ers team could probably give a lot of fits to LeBron. Yeah. not saying they'd win, but I think that now is the time. Yeah, I, I was going to say the Sixers are only going to get better. But then after this season, you have to consider, like, the healthy Celtics back. And yeah, the healthy Celtics, LeBron's really team is going to figure out some LeBron's way to deal with everything. Yeah. Well, no, he might not be yeah. there. He might go, he he might may, go be he may stay in the East, yeah. So you never really know with LeBron factor. And, you know, we are discounting the Raptors a tad, but they've looked really good. They played the we, Wizards. We just, yeah, I mean, we look at John it as, said he's not good. We... <laughs> He's, well, he said he's not explosive, which means that's he's like still 90% cook. of he's his game. He's still 30 points in game two. Yeah, but he's yeah, still not – he's cooking. John's still I – mean, John Wall is not himself, no. though, obviously. and the team is some ass. Yeah. And I tell you what, if that organization does not draft or find a backup shooting guard, Bradley Beal will never be successful in the playoffs. He is mm-hmm. drained. Mm-hmm. 
Because they're playing. I back. think they need to blow it up a little no, bit. They need to keep. This is who they need to keep: John Wall, Bradley Beal, and Ty Lawson. Ty Lawson's the only backup point guard that's ever done anything either. Shout out to North <laughs> Carolina. Uh, We've been over him? this. I don't care about Ty Lawson. Not bad. Ty Lawson is good as shit. I for don't a care about Ty Lawson. Eat a dick. He's Boy, old, man. Yeah, he had eight assists in eight minutes. He had a game that didn't matter. He, he kept them in the game. The little bit of time we they were not in. in the game. We were out of that game. Okay, he kept the game in reach. And what did they do? They got back within, what, five in the fourth? Ty Lawson could make that team good as off the bench. He could be them two and Kelly Oubre. They need to get rid of... Uh, uh, What's all Gortat? Yeah. I think they need to get rid of Gortat, Morris, and Beal. What? Yep. They need to keep Porter, keep Wall, keep Uber. What do you need? What do you need Porter for? Well, you need somebody to play the three. You can go. And we just paid him. Oh, yeah. Get rid of his ass. I like. Him. It would be hard to get rid of Otto Porter with the contract. You could get rid of Bradley Beal for a good price. What you could get? What, what, you what is your dream scenario to get? For well, I mean, obviously you have to get a first round pick and a NBA ready shooting guard. But, like, who? Give me, like, somebody you would like to no, have. No idea. No, see, you can't sit here and have discussion with me. I just you know that Bradley Beal and John Wall don't like Who would you other. like? What's your dream scenario to get for Bradley Beal? I don't want to trade him. But I'm I'm looking at the Redskins schedule right now. And their home schedule <laughs> yeah. their home schedule is boring as shit. We play the Colts at home, the Texans Isn't at that home. Good, though? Those are games you can win. No, those are just boring. I want, yeah, shit. Let me That's go into the at home. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> playing bad teams at home is good because you know you're going to win. Well, no. And I get to go enjoy the Nationals. Well, and they're ch- well, the tickets are cheaper. Like, Redskins, Texans, that game is going to be like $5 to get a ticket to because the Redskins are going to be out I, of the I'd like to go see Deshaun them. Watson. When did they play? It's like in the last couple, like four weeks of the season. Oh, so it's going to be cold. Oh, no, it's not that cold. It's, it's November 18th. It's never That's cold if bad. you have a beer blanket, John. I'm going to need a lot of those. Redskins, Cowboys on Thanksgiving. Again? 430. Nice. I love that because uh, if Jessica's listening, she's not going to like this, but it gives me a reason to live, leave her family's Thanksgiving early because I will be like... Oh, because they don't watch football there, right? Well, the, I like got them to do it last year, but it was like a big scene, and uh, <laughs> and then this year I'm just going like, to leave. You're just going to duck out. Yeah. That's honestly... I don't blame you. I don't like... I don't know what... Thanks, like, Thanksgiving would honestly suck without football. It's, it's, it's eating, napping, and football. Yeah. Yeah. And blasting birds in the morning. Yeah, it's a and, good time. and shooting things. Well, for me, last year was blasting holes in clouds because I missed a bunch. <laughs> but <laughs> that's that's your ideal scenario. But I just we're talking about John Wall and Bradley Beal. That kind of goes into what we're talking about now. How they basically called out the rest for not doing their jobs. Um, but John Wall is a hundred percent looking for pure contact when he's driving the lane right now. Like he's not even trying to because make the knows. buckets. He's just. And running through the lane and getting watches charging James calls. Harden, and that's what James Harden does. But, like, James Harden makes those buckets, and he's more explosive right now. With John Wall, it kind of seems like he's going in there in slow motion, and then he's just charging people and not getting foul calls. And I'm going to be honest, I've only watched I only watched last game. I didn't watch game one. Um, I just, I'm sick of watching. I cannot watch the two pigs down there. It's honestly ridiculous. I could play the better a better four than... Marcus Morris, Marquise, yeah. Marquise Morris. He's so I can I can set a screen and pop out to the wing and jack up a brick. I can do that. <laughs> I might hit one actually. Why not? I, I just I don't think he's worth a shit. Marcus no. Morris, the Celtics, he's tough. 
Like, I think like, they're both pretty average, in my opinion. You should check Marcus's. I think Marcus Morris is looking a lot better because Brad Stevens. Because Marcus yeah, well, Morris's whole career has Brad been is extremely a, average. He's such a great coach, man. He's he's honestly amazing. I agree. Uh, is is Dwayne Wade back? Is 2008 Dwayne no. Wade alive right no. now? No, I think is he living in our midst? I think uh, Dwayne Wade is another like playoff Rondo. The big like at this point on. in his career, I gotta yeah. see yeah. how many points he's got tonight. He has two. Oh. oh, for two. He hasn't played that long, though. But I just they feel like are winning, though. When the, when the lights shine, he's going to turn up. He doesn't give a shit about the regular season. He'll sit out half uh, the regular Justice season. Justice Winslow has 15 points. Okay. He's I was wondering where they all came he's from. He's trash. Your wins are low. Shout out to Duke. He's some garbage. Hot low. garbage. Oh, wait. Can I give a quick shout out since we're on? Since I shout out Duke or kind of shit on him. So they had the top three prospects in the uh, class going into recruiting this year. Our tough-ass Nazir Little jumped all of them. It is now number two in the nation. How does that work? They they do like you get moved up. They do that all the time, like through AAU and just finishing mm-hmm. out high school. And he's won MVP in two of the uh, All Star games, McDonald's All American and Jordan Brand Classic. He's also uh, playing in the AI Classic tonight. The man is tough. He's way better than uh, the dude that dunks all the time. What's his name? Zion. Mac Zion dropped to like seven. <laughs> He's tough. Where's he going, Georgetown? Georgetown, baby. Yeah, he's nice. Make Georgetown great again. Georgetown has been... I feel like Georgetown and Pitt both got really shitty about the same time. Yes. Yeah, but Georgetown's back really on the come-up. Mac McClung, like... And they're looking the kind at of, Bryce Golden. Yeah. Mac McClung is the kind of player that can actually, like, turn Patrick around. Patrick Ewing was in program. Middletown, like, two weeks ago. No way. Nice. Patrick Ewing and Jim Beheim were in there in the no same way. weekend. Yeah, there's pictures on Facebook. I'll show you after the podcast. That's so hype. Yeah, that is hype. Middletown is on the come up. Dude, no, 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 I have no, thought about Middletown this so many times. If Grant Golden, Bryce Golden, and like Keen Crabtree and his uh, Connor Crabtree all stayed here, Sharando basketball would have been like a legacy school for yeah. the last like 10 years. It would have been tough. Like, we would have been insanely good. Very true. Like, how, like, because they're all, like, leaving because they think they would have gotten recruited better elsewhere. If they all would have stayed here, they would have gotten recruited because they would have won, like, state championships. True. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna they would have been insanely tough. stuff I'd like to say on this podcast. Not about them. Those four are all great. They're all great. Yeah, I, 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 I will talk off Does the podcast. Does that have something to do with Sharando's leadership? Uh, it does. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll keep that off the yeah, record. We'll keep that off record. Uh, but anyways... So, but yeah, Pitt and Georgetown both making moves, getting Capel from Duke. I like that. That was a, a good lot. move, yeah. yeah. That was a great move. He could have went a lot of different He could have went literally anywhere uh, he wanted to. So, we're blessed. He could have, like, probably taken over the Louisville No, y'all lost really every single recruit y'all had. Y'all are he not got, blessed. But he's no, he going to back. Yeah, he, no, he, yeah, he got a bunch they, of them back. Yeah, because yeah, they were like, oh, shit, he's actually better yeah. than the coach we committed to. <laughs> yeah. Kevin Stallings. Well, like, and some of them are, like, Kevin Stalling guys, and they knew they weren't going to play under Capel because they're true. Cheese. Yeah. So they're just like, okay, time they to just go away away to community Yeah, they colleges. tricked the other guy. <laughs> UNC is about to get a grad transfer from Kentucky. out of here. Uh, so, yes, D-Wade is back. That's my consensus from what I heard from you two. Um, LeBron <laughs> is definitely in the best spot he could be in right now. True or false? That meaning he is set up for a magnificent run in an underdog role. Uh, he had a crazy great game last night, pretty Two much carrying the entire Cleveland team as a uh, little bitch boy Kevin Love had a, had a thumb problem and uh, won the game for the Cavs. Yeah, at the game start. We went to the Green Turtle last night yeah, to watch the games. Us. It was a, yeah, we didn't. We invite did you. invite you. Whatever. You, you did. It was, it, 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 it worked. 
And we stay. Don't let the people on air try to make me feel yeah. like a bad friend, John. You're a bad friend. You were just working. You're a bad friend. You should have quit your job. You quit your job. To come to Green Turtle. Yes. Yeah. Although last yesterday was a real two point five out of ten visit to the yeah. Green Turtle. Yeah, sucked. It almost made us wish we were at B Dubs because there was a point where like I didn't get my beer yet and I was thinking about leaving. Yeah. Like, we waited for, like, 20 minutes to get our beers and the games we wanted on. We showed up. Keep in mind, this is playoff season for NBA and NHL. We show up. There are 15 TVs on the Chicago White Sox versus the Oakland Athletics, which I shit on while we were there. But that ended up being a great game going into, like, 12 innings or something. So maybe they knew something we we didn't know. Yeah, maybe they knew something we didn't know. No. But still, (laughs) baseball... John will disagree with this, but baseball right now is less important than NHL playoffs and NBA playoffs, even though I know you love baseball. But it's just like, there were 15 TVs on that. There were 15 TVs on some poker channel. It wasn't the main event. No. And then there were like 10 TVs on a replay of, yes, of the the previous day's Wizards shellacking. yeah. Yeah. And then they finally put the game on the Penguins uh, channel, but it was after Josh told them the channel. They I go to the, the wrong channel. Josh told them the exact number. They don't go to that channel. They go to the Pittsburgh equivalent. So now there's like five minutes where it's just the DirecTV logo on the fucking screen. Uh, it was havoc. But by the time we finally got it on, back to what we were supposed to be talking about, LeBron had 16 points and the Pacers had three. Yeah, he went on a 16 to 1 run by. Uh, that first quarter was in he had 20 in the first yeah. quarter, I believe. Um that guy I was telling you about the Kentucky transfer, grad transfer, yeah, yeah. he's looking at Pitt too. Pitt and UNC are in his top. Shout out to Jeff Capel or whatever Jeff Joe, Jim, yep, whatever Capel. Jeff. Also, yeah, LeBron is this is a good spot for him to be in the uh underdog role which I don't know who actually considers LeBron an underdog and if you do, I, I consider honestly, the Cavs an underdog. I don't. You have LeBron James. I mean, not in this LeBron series. The player on yeah, not the in this series. But like to to that win it to best. win it all, I would say they're definitely an underdog. I think that they're okay. They would be an underdog against the Rockets the player, and the Warriors for, for sure. For being the best player on the planet that's still playing basketball, LeBron James has a cakewalk through the East. God damn it, John. Right now... Michael Jordan had a cakewalk through what? the East his whole career. First of all... Don't get into this. He, do you know what three, Michael six, Jordan did is in year 15? He beat... Three six ass, he's ass cheeks. He beat three sixty uh, win teams to get to the finals one year, which in year fifteen. No, but just to okay. get to the finals in general. But like you, said, who brought up Jordan here? I said I wasn't doing it. I did not do it. You mentioned. I don't know who I did. did. He is. He is oh, no, okay. I did not mention. I was the say, best I player, did. basketball player on the planet. That's not, playing. That's playing right oh, now. Oh yeah, and then you look at my wink. Yeah, you're not getting away with that shit, John. You're not that clever. I did not mention Michael Jordan's name. The whole time you were talking about LeBron, I was waiting for you to throw something was, in there. Tom Wilson just took a stupid penalty. Son of a bitch. Okay. It was only a matter of time. <laughs> hey, you know, sometimes CTE takes over. It happens. <laughs> sometimes it gets you. Um, so, yeah, LeBron, great spot. Cavs are going to win in five. Um, they're not winning. Wait. Oh, yeah, that's definitely a penalty. So you say he's not getting – they're not uh, – no, the Pacers aren't winning again. They're not winning another game? No, it's not going to happen. Damn, that's wild. Uh, Aladipo and Paul George, uh, it's been speculation of a lot of the trade over the entire year about who won that trade. Who who would you guys say got the better of the deal between Paul George and Victor Aladipo? The Pacers, Pacers. obviously. Yeah. Uh, like, Oladipo has become a superstar. Yeah. 
You just don't know what you're going to get with uh, Paul George. See, I think Paul Especially George at one point was a blue chip player. Before his injury. And he was a five-star player in Aladipo. Yeah. But, like, Aladipo is a solid four-star, and he's one of the best players in the East right now. His, his production value his de- His defensive effort makes him one of the best players and in the league. He's crazy athletic. Yeah, yes. He's crazy athletic, and he's his, matched that. He's also shooting the ball from range a lot better in his career. I now. think his vertical is like 175 inches or something. <laughs> like, he is a fucking ridiculous jumper. Yeah, he can leap, that's for sure. Um, do the Timberwolves have a chance to win a game in the Houston The series? Timberwolves. I'm going to, can I spaz out on Carl Anthony Towns real quick? Yes. He is a fucking joke. I don't what? ever That was not where I thought that was going. I haven't seen his stats, but he's a beast. No, he's not. He's choking in the playoffs. Don't ever compare him to Kevin Garnett ever again. I, will I don't think I've ever done that. No, not, yeah, not you guys. Somebody might have. The NBA. I or, mean, if you're on Twitter long enough, you're going to get no, really upset. Google has compared, <laughs> That's just the Google way has compared him. I mean, not Google. Uh, ESPN, I'm sorry. <laughs> if you're ever having a great day and you want to get madly pissed off, Either talk to a group of friends that are really, really opinionated, or go to Twitter for ten minutes. So like, talk oh, to it's you guys. four on four. I don't know what happened. I think Tom Wilson got tripping, and I think the other guy got embellishment, but I'm not sure. So <clears throat> last night, okay. So game one, he had eight points and twelve rebounds, one block. And they only lost by like two points. Game two, he had five points and ten rebounds. You are a superstar. He averages on the year twenty one. Point three and twelve. You cannot. I'm sorry. You're not playing a, do, a big better than you are on the court. Who's you, scoring all the points? They're not really scoring points. Well, the first game they only lost by a little bit. Yeah, they only lost by like. Where, I don't know who's, who's the score. Um, I'm going back all the way to last Sunday. Andrew now. Wiggins. Maybe? Oh, they only lost by three. Andrew Wiggins. Jeff maybe? had fifteen. Jeff, he was a lean score. Yeah. Oh, so so they're getting it from everybody then. So I mean, is this a case of? Cat choking, or is Clint Capella just no. a beast in the paint? He's not better than Carl Anthony Towns. He's he not. Be. He's not better than him, but I think I think his this defensive moment, about I think the moment's too big for him. I yeah. do. I could see that. That's I mean, what I. See. I don't know how the moment's too big though, because they're not expected to win. Yeah, but you're expected. To, you're expected to show up. I mean, pretty much every other All Star con- has been showing up. He's considered, and he is not. He's an All Star. He's considered a top three big. Donovan Mitchell's been playing pretty well. He, Donovan Mitchell has been playing very well. I'm super impressed that he has not step taken any steps back in the playoffs. He is considered so far. a top big in the league, and you're not you're not allowed to do that. I'm sorry. I I, I just think that he choked. That's what I. But do they have a chance to win a game no, against Houston? They're gonna get swept. I agree. I agree. Uh, who's your favorite underdog in this year's playoffs? Six seed or higher, Pelicans. The Pel- yeah, the Pelicans are a six seed. Especially if they had Boogie, they would be six. That's like that's what's like crazy to wrap your head around. I don't know if the Pelicans will end up winning that series because I feel like I feel like Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum are just gonna have a game where they just go you know ape shit and they're just gonna go. Drew off. Holiday is um, when guarding Damian Lillard. I just saw this stat. Damian Lillard. Like- I mean, Drew Holiday has been playing really well. But I just feel like there'll be a game where they shoot lights out, and Portland's got a, a knack of sticking around. Um, but I am going to pick. I mean, I really like the Jazz as well against uh, OKC. I think that's a really fun series yeah. that's going on. But isn't the Jazz are the higher seed, right? Are they? I think they're like the three seed. I thought the Jazz were like a seven. Jazz are five seed. Five, there you go. What is OKC? OKC is the four. 
But like in the East, I don't really like any of the underdogs because the Bucks are done, the Wizards are done. I guess the Heat could make things interesting. So yeah, if D Wade just keeps balling out, then the Heat for yeah. And then in the West, the only team I could see could be maybe six seed or higher. Pelicans. I just I think, and I we'll get to that now. How many NBA teams could beat Golden State with their current makeup? I think that the Rockets could beat Golden State. I yeah. think that the Jazz could beat Golden State. What? I think what? the Pelicans could beat Golden State. As they're currently constructed without Steph Curry, I think that they could win. Um, I think that the Cavs obviously could beat them. Um, maybe the Sixers. Right now, without Steph, their numbers are way down. The only reason they're winning is because they're playing a Spurs team that is really bad. Mm-hmm. I only think that the Rockets could beat them. That's the only team I think. I could I could definitely see the Pelicans beating them. I could only see the Rockets. But, I mean, I think the Rockets could beat them full strength, the Warriors. I don't. The way they're playing. If, I like, if I'm putting all my money on a team, I'm, I can't bet against Golden State. Yeah, full strength, the Warriors are unstoppable. I don't know. Four years in a row, it gets tough. Not everybody's LeBron. It's also tough to have a 6'11 dude that shoots 50-50-50. And that's KD I'm talking about. It's hard to guard somebody like that. And also have a guy that's running around shooting 50-plus percent from the three and another guy running around shooting 50 percent from the three and then having a guy that's kicking everybody in his nuts. Uh, (laughs) Anthony Davis is now 2-0 in the playoffs. First two playoff wins. OKC is tied 1-1. Uh, if they go down 2-1 in their series with the Utah Jazz, is it time to hit the panic button? I think that they had to win last night to really solidify. So you think push it now? No, yeah, I don't think that they have a chance. What do you think, Ryan? Oh, sorry. My mom just texted me about there's a pit bull in our yard today, and she was like, be on the lookout when you come home. Did Max try and fight it? Yep. That, that probably ended I well. think Paul is actually running a dog fighting ring in our house when I'm gone. <laughs> Can you so, confirm? What was the question? The, uh, the question was, if OKC loses game three, should people panic if they go down 2-1 yes, to Utah? For sure. I like Because Utah is actually good. And like the Thunder, like post-Kevin Durant era, have a history of going out the playoffs early. So Yeah, I, I, I mean, they had that history when KD game. was even there. Nah. Dan Sue was wearing 21 in Denver. That's obviously for Sean Taylor. Yeah, he, he wanted that one originally. I know he did. I don't like Sue anymore. Me neither. I'm tired of him. <laughs> Can't decide if he wants to play or not. Um, what is the Drake effect right now for Toronto? Do you think it has an effect? No. I think it definitely has something to do with the referees and the, uh, you know, calling of the fouls being so, you know, I think, skewed. I think... Ubre looked uh, maybe like he could be a little distracted. I mean, by he Drake. was probably a little starstruck because yeah. he's a kid. No, he said him and Drake hang out a lot in the offseason. Oh, really? I don't, I don't know how real that is, but yeah, he said that's his man. That's crazy. But, Ubre I feel, seems like the flyers do let be chilling with no, him. No, he is. Yeah, no, I could definitely. I would hang out with Ubre. But, like, I could see him, I could see Drake, like, talking shit and it getting in Ubre's head. Yeah. I feel like it's kind of gotten in John Wall's head, too. No, John Wall's John, Nobody can get in John Wall's head. John Wall is... When gang's on John Wall is on on the court, it's a wrap. I just think that they can't play... It seems to me that he's trying to do too much from the games I've watched. Couldn't just be... doing anything else. I know, but like... Like I said, when he's driving into the lane the last three possessions of game one when they had a chance of winning. I didn't, well, yeah, I, I didn't watch game one. So it I just know. seems like he's trying to do too much because he's got a lot of pressure on him, is what I'm trying to say. 
Um, Very fair. So I guess now we'll get to the gritty finish. And a side note, though, the Warriors are getting penetrated hard by LaMarcus Aldridge. Just wanted to mention that. Um, So we had our poll on Twitter, and uh, I'll get that pulled up while we discuss it. But uh, for tomorrow, which is the 20th of April, um, what are you the most excited for? We have new J. Cole. We have a new Avengers movie on the cusp. We have the return of Westworld, and we have the Blaze. I am most excited to see Super Troopers with my good friend and former member of the podcast, Tyler Smith, for his birthday. R.I.P. The best part of 420 is the birth of Tyler Smith. It's pretty ironic. Mm-hmm. What else would you expect? Like, it's either, like, today, or I could see maybe him being born on, like, that day that was supposed to end the world, like, the 12-12-12 day. <laughs> I could see Tyler being born on pretty much... The Mayan apocalypse. Those exclusive days. <laughs> Or Tyler's like a Memorial Day baby. But I am like super excited about. I, I'm actually I'm glad. We, is this our only time we're bringing up the J Cole album, or are we doing it later too? I mean, we'll probably do it next podcast after okay. we've all listened to. All it. right. Well, as of right now, I do want to say about the J Cole uh, album that's coming out is I love how he didn't like like mess around with us and like be like, all right, it's coming out like in November, and then we get to November, and then he's like. All right. Uh, actually, I need to push it back. It's actually coming out like in February. Like, the rest of the ponies, dude? like literally, like, not are you like, like calling every... out specifically post Malone? No, like, I am. not not <laughs> just post Malone, but Drake's but, on it. But every, that's what I'm saying. Like Wayne everybody, er, a lot of big musicians have done it, and like I know sometimes it's stuff out of their control, like trying to get samples cleared and stuff like that. But I mean, you need to take that into consideration when you put out your like release date too, because yeah. people get hyped for that. And, like, it, it kind of takes some buzz away from it. Because, like, I know with Post Malone's one, I was really looking forward to that it. one when, when it was it coming out. out. That's cool. And now I'm, like, I don't know when it's coming. I don't know what his new date is. And I, I don't believe whatever it is anyway. I'm so. really scared that that album's going to not be good. I don't know why I have that feeling. I wouldn't be surprised. I like Post. Um, I'm I extremely really like excited for J. Cole. Yeah, it's um, going to be good. Yeah, but I love that he just is like, all right, it's coming out this week. Him and Hove are the only two that I know that really stay loyal to their release dates, and that's yeah. not trying to take shot at Kanye because we're not. Even I mean, I think that's the the like businessman in in Jay Z yeah. is like just like if I say I'm gonna do something at this day, like I'm gonna do it because yeah. I feel like he understands the like repercussions of that. Because like I mean, now we don't really have a big thing with like record stores and stuff like that, but like back when that was a thing, like. They would have to get ready for promoting mm-hmm. an album too, and I was watching. A, I was that. watching an interview with him. It's been a while because it was. He was talking about the Samsung deal, and he said like he had so many people like download the app or whatever with Samsung that it like lagged and like the album didn't drop for like twenty extra minutes, and he was like he was like freaking the fuck mm-hmm. out, and like it was just twenty minutes. Yeah, and most rappers would be like, uh, whatever. Yeah, At this like, point, just wait till the next hour, yeah. like round or number wait till comes tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What about you, Josh? I'm excited for it. It's a, I mean, honestly, it's a pretty big weekend in media in general. With mm-hmm. the day Tyler's birthday tomorrow, Tyler um, is not a media. Can we talk about the movie? No, I'm talking about Super yeah, Troopers. Talk Tyler. Tyler's birthday. Um, there's going to be a lot of people purchasing Italian fine herbs um, and smoking <laughs> oregano. Oh, yeah. And with Super Troopers too, I I was listening to KFC Radio today, and they actually finished the movie like nine months ago. And they're, like, upper-level people in their, like, marketing department and stuff were, like, 
So we were just like looking at the calendar to find a release date, and we noticed that 420 is on a Friday. So like, you guys just want to wait? <laughs> and they were like, whatever. And I think like, I don't think Super Troopers will do well like no. in the box office from like tomorrow until like three poorly. weeks from now. But I think the opening weekend, strictly for tomorrow, is going to be really, really good. And for a movie that wasn't going to do well in the box office, like, I thought that was a really smart move. I almost would have liked to, to see this have, like, have been, like, a Netflix movie for Super Troopers. Because, like, but I can't imagine it's going to be that I good. will say, well, I'm excited for that. I'm excited for J. Cole. I've been more excited for a longer amount of time for Avengers. I know you Like, with, with J. Cole, like, oh, it's obviously really, really cool, like, that he just dropped it out of the blue. But, like, I've been keeping tabs on the Avengers details since I saw Black Panther, basically. And, like, yeah, Wakanda Forever. Walker Aspinall, or however yeah. his last name. He is King T'Challa. Our agent. Yeah, our agent. He's also part-time King of Wakanda. <laughs> um, but I'm definitely really pumped for Avengers. It's supposed to be like two hours and 45 minutes of just pure action. Um, and the return of Westworld, which is kind of getting swept under the rug. But I don't know if you guys have seen Westworld. No. But it is a fantastic show. Great original. I know I, would, I know I would like it's it. I just so don't have HBO, and I need to just like, watch it. Can you get HBO as an add-on for Hulu? I think I so, you can but do I don't that. think it's like cheaper. I think it's like four or no, it's five bucks. We're talking, about? we're talking about HBO and Hulu Westworld, the show. Hmm. Se- season two is coming that. out soon. But yeah, it's like five bucks for the first month or something like that, and then after that's like fifteen. So you could just like rip through Game of Thrones and Westworld and have no social life for a month, and then you could be all caught up with everyone's conversations. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's going to be really cool. Interested to see where they go with that. Um, so is April now competing for the best month? Because the NFL draft is also coming up. Uh, we're There's past also- March Madness ending. We're past the Masters as well, also being in April. Is April the best month in the year? Um, I'm not going to make this about me, but my, <laughs> my birthday is next week. A week from today, so I don't understand how it can't be the best month. Do you think that Tyler having his birthday on 420 is trying to steal your thunder? Yes. No, what what is no what is I'm really afraid of stealing my thunder is my sister is like very very pregnant and like there's a chance that her baby could be born on my birthday and I said to share your birthday with a baby. Well, yes, which I said like I'm I'm gonna make this really uncomfortable for him. Like he's gonna have some of the most confusing birthday parties of his entire life. Because I'm going to be so drunk you're gonna, at all of his birthdays. You're going to force and, a joint birthday party. No, I'm going to force joint birthday parties. And, like, the guests that come for the baby are going to be really confused. Because there's going to be, like, strippers and stuff going on. But there's going to be a baby. Baby strippers. It's, it's con- baby strippers for him. and like There's going to be, there's gonna be spiked formula bottles. Yep. Like, we're going to get my sister drunk and then pump her. And then so the, the milk gets the baby drunk. I don't know. I kind of you gotta get your sister a breastalizer. You get breastalizer. Yeah. <laughs> so none of this I can do. Kill yeah, babies. That's the thing I'm most concerned about, honestly. That's that's something to be concerned about. Um, does Kendrick Lamar's new award with the Pulitzer change your perception of him? What did as he a write? I just keep hearing he won a Pulitzer. What did he I write? Didn't read into it. Did he write anything? Like, or is it just for writing his music? I thought it was just a music writing Pulitzer, oh. but they usually... This, he's the first rapper to ever oh. win it. I thought he just... I thought he wrote, like, a short story or something. Oh. This is just, like, 
I don't understand. This obviously comes across as sounding like a hater, but I did not like Damn that much, and I feel like it's not worthy of a Pulitzer Prize. And I like it was the same thing with To Pimp a Butterfly for me. Like these are all critically acclaimed albums, and like the social impact obviously makes sense, but like at its core, doesn't it have to also bump? You know, doesn't have to be part of it. I've always been confused with Kendrick. Uh, Ever since Good Kid, Mad City. I like Good Kid, I Mad City. I think you went down from there. I, I really thought so, did. too. <laughs> and, like, everybody that talks to me is just like, nah, you're just a hater. Like, you don't know what you're doing. I mean, maybe I am. But I just don't understand it to me. Are you looking it w- up? It was, for, it was for damn. Yeah, well, it had to have been. Well, I mean, I, I was just saying. I, I mean, it could have been for Black Panther, I guess, but I doubt that would have been the case. Well, I didn't know if it could have been for, like, a specific song, like... Have they ever given Pulitzers for, like, albums before? Yeah, they've just never given it to a rapper. Oh, okay. That's why it was news. Um, what is the thoughts on Aaron Rodgers' situation in Green Bay as things are getting very tenuous? Well, I thought it was funny how he said, like, he thought it was, like, he di- he didn't like that he didn't have control over, like, personnel decisions or something. Or, like, he didn't have a say. It. Yeah. It's like, well, you're a player. Like, I think he should have a say. I think he I mean, should as well. Like, but has... He ever gotten a say? Why would he get a say know. now? I mean, He's some, never gotten a say. Like if they've some quarterbacks well, have say. Two years ago, if you're a star quarterback. I think you should have a say. Two years ago, say. he asked to keep their one tight end they had. He was like, I don't really care what you guys do in free agency. Yep. Keep this tight end for me, and, then they, and they, they let him walk. Yep. Like obviously, they've never cared about your input before. Why would they start they caring now? They got rid of quarterbacks coach. Like, they got rid of Jordy Nelson. I, I you would, know, I did not want to resign there. You, no, he should not. He should not resign there. He owes them nothing. And like you said, they don't listen to him with like personnel things, which like I don't think they have to. But he shouldn't. I'm. I don't. My problem with uh, the personnel thing was like he shouldn't act blindsided about it. Like they've never listened to him before. Why is he? Making it I just think some of the now. things were shocking. But, like, when you look around the league, like, obviously Tom Brady got Jimmy Garoppolo traded. Falcons Saints on Thanksgiving? Nah, that'd be a high-scoring game. That'll be fun That's for stupid. fantasy. Uh, yeah, my fantasy mind has taken over a little bit. But uh, I, Tom Brady obviously makes decisions. Peyton Manning had always made decisions. Ben Roethlisberger has a big hand of what goes on in the Steelers organization. So, like, there's a precedent set that, like, if you're a franchise quarterback... They're going to make decisions. Matt Ryan is in a lot of GM meetings, too. So uh, I feel like Aaron Rodgers should probably be in these meetings, but I think that the Packers are just locking him out and preparing for life without him. They're getting ready to be without Aaron yeah. Rodgers very soon. And I think that they should because they've. I think that they've done him wrong so many times yeah. that I know if I was a star quarterback, I wouldn't want to be around the organization at all. Uh, the next one we have, Anthony Rizzo is the first this year to blow the whistle on the MLB playing too many games. Every year we talk about this, is 162 too many games? The answer is yes. Yeah, but too it, many. That's what makes baseball. I was thinking a good number would be about 120. Move the season back so we don't have to deal with all these rain and snow delays. Start in May, finish in October. Yeah, I could definitely see moving the, moving the season back. Right like after the Masters or something? Yeah, well... There's such a big problem going on right now. Like, there was one, uh, there was a six game slate the other day because I was at work. Five of the games got rained out or snowed out. Mm-hmm. The season started too early this year. Mm-hmm. And, like, they always start this early, but this year, like, you know, the weather's been so crazy that they just had, you know, so many double headers they're having to go through. I just think you got to move the season back a month I agree. and cut a few games. 
I mean, if you move it back, it's going to cut 20 games off. Probably, yeah, which least. I'm fine with. I'm yeah. not going to miss them. No, I mean, they haven't watched the game yet. <laughs> only only the baseball purists are going to miss April ba- uh, baseball. I'll, I'll miss... Uh, I don't. I'm not going to watch any until NBA and NHL playoffs are over. That's when I usually started watching. But this year, I'm just watching everybody else. So it'll be fun. Get to see what all the other teams are doing for once. Keeping an eye on baseball now that I'm a uh, an owner of a uh, fantasy team. So... Uh, <laughs> Can Bryce keep up this ridiculous pace? We had a poll on Twitter. Um, I'll have to look at the final results. But the Bryce Harper one. Yeah the, yeah, the highest number, so Bryce Harper won. I was thinking about, you know, Bryce Harper could hit that many, but I was also thinking, you know, by the Boris time May or June many. moves around, <laughs> they're going to just start walking him. Yeah, They're not going to let him win games by himself. Yeah. That, he's going to start getting very Bonds treatment. That's definitely going to happen. He should already have get, be getting it personally. But. Yeah, I mean, it's just too early in the season. Well, the like only reason pride is in the way. The only reason he like hadn't been getting it early in his career is because they had put Daniel Murphy after yeah. him. And it's like, okay, you want to walk Bryce Harper? Put well, he the, also put had, up the Silver Slugger. He also like, had on. a higher K rate this year. He's not striking out like yeah. at all. So like that's also going to become a problem. It's going to get interesting down the stretch. I mean, we have a lot of time left, so I'm not too... I'm I'm very, very <laughs> interested to see what happens when Daniel Murphy comes back. We need our starters back. We need... Yeah, we need them. We're missing three starters. All good bets. <laughs> All right, more likely uh, in their series to win one game, the Wizards or the Bucks? Wizards. Wizards can win a game. I think, I think the win Bucks. Game three. I think the Bucks. I don't know. The Bucks are... Like they're worse off than us, and we're a garbage fire. I don't know. I, sometimes I feel like the Bucks have more talent than we do. I think they do. Yeah, and they. I think they definitely together. do. I just think Ante Tacupo can have a game where he has fifty if he really like. But like, like Bradley Beal's been terrible in the first two games. I feel like if he just contributes twenty five points, we'll win. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like I said, it just it really just depends on who's hitting shots. Uh, we're making the official announcement. We're reviewing tacos. Tacos. We're doing tacos. I had Taco Bell today. Nice. We're reviewing What's your tacos? review? I think Taco Bell should be the standard of five. Like five? Yeah, so then it's that. like if it's over five, it's definitely better than Taco Bell. If it's less than five, it's worse. Wait, what are we doing? I'm lost. We're like, you know we how did a Barstool does pizza reviews? Oh, so yeah. We're doing tacos. We put up a poll with soft pretzels, tacos, burgers, and fries. Yeah. And tacos ended up winning in over, a narrow margin. Over fries? Over fries. I was kind of hoping for fries me just too. because it would give fries. me an excuse to go eat those nacho fries. Still haven't had They're them. gone. They're gone? They're already I gone. I missed the boat? <laughs> well, that's disappointing. Yeah, I was pretty upset about it, too. French fries. Dude, french fries are awesome. Plus, like, if we did burgers and fries, we'd just go to Five Guys all the time. And they would we just win stuff. every Ooh. day. Can we just go to Five just Guys? Like, yeah. we're, we're reviewing Five I'm Guys, five guys in a again. There's one, like, right uh, next to where I work. It's a tease. It's, like, right next to my building. Does it play with you? Yes. Uh, so we're reviewing tacos now. So stay tuned for many like vlogs of us eating tacos, probably drunk. When is yeah. that gonna happen? We need to do one. We're probably gonna have to start with Margarita Monday this week. Yes. At the uh, the ranch. The ranch gonna, are we gonna videotape it? Yes. We can. Yes, we will be video. I'll videotape it. Oh, this is sweet. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be a good time. Um, where should Des go? Where will he go? Des should go to the Eagles. But I don't know where he'll go. I would love to see Des on the Eagles. Why? Because I want to see him in the NFC East fucking up the Cowboys, but I don't want to see him on the Redskins, and I don't want to see him on the Giants. So I think it would be cool to see him on the Eagles. Where Des should go 
to the Redskins. I don't want to see that. This is let, let, hear me out. Hear me out. <laughs> Des to the Redskins is like Deshaun Jackson to the Redskins. Gets cut. Mm. No, hear me out. Let me. Deshaun Jackson beat up his mom. Okay, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> he was just on a whole lot of gang shit. They, they both Deshaun got cut from their team. Des getting cut from Dallas is probably worse than Deshaun Jackson getting cut from um, Philly. And I just think that he could come to the rival and make a lot of noise. If he yeah. could, I think that he could do damage with Alex Smith. I mean, we. I guess. I, mean, would, I guess it would really just be what we would see. And, I think it wouldn't be bad to take a chance. And I saw a stat the other day, and it was like, if oh, if Dez has our team, he would have led. Had, the yeah, if he had every if he had sixty yeah. catches and like six hundred yards and like five touchdowns, he would have led the Redskins in like yeah. every category. His stats last year would have put him leading the Redskins. I think and he'll like, go to the Giants because they just cut yeah. Brandon Marshall. Yeah, they, that, that that opens up a right, spot for him. Marshall. Hey, and if, and, if, and, oh, and Odell can is could very well be on the way out in New York, and if they don't have Brandon Marshall or Odell, like they need a number Dez one, and Dez is like Shepard. pretty much the only number one alive that's like available. All right, two teams Dez should play for. Number one, the Houston Texans stay in state. Uh, they already have a very good receiving core, a quarterback that'll get you the ball. I think that Dez needs to go to a team where he's not the number one option because I don't think he's a number one overall receiver anymore on the team. I don't think he's there. Uh, the other team he should play for is the New England Patriots. I can they see make it work for everybody somehow every time. Um, and But who he's going to, he's going to play for the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, I've heard he's a lot a, of that. He's a fit Raven through and through. And He's a Baltimore ball player. I, I think didn't, you said it, not me. <laughs> I, I think that if he goes to uh, the Patriots, that's kind of like a, a Randy Moss yeah. situation. I'm Re- still waiting for Calvin Johnson to come out of retirement and play for the, the Patriots. Patriots. I've been on that if, he comes, if he goes out of retirement, he has to go right back to right back to the uh, right back to Martha Ford, who has yeah. a black model T. <laughs> You're not a gray. That's your fault. That wasn't me. That was you. No, it wasn't. You're the one who looked it up on Google I didn't look... and planted a seed of doubt in my brain. It started with Adam. Freaking brain sucking with Adam. ass hat. Oh. Piss up a rope. No, all right. <laughs> That's fair. Um, Leaf claims that Baker Mayfield is a bad egg. Does that mean anything coming from Ryan Leaf? I don't give a fuck what he thinks about anything. <laughs> who the hell is Ryan Leaf? He was the biggest bust in he NFL history. He got picked after Peyton Manning. Oh, oh yeah. They had, they had a E60 on him, didn't they? Yeah. And he was like a... He was uh, on Barstool. And he, he was a big ass ass hat in the locker room. Yeah, he was a huge dick. Yeah, yeah, I don't care. Uh, Baker Greg Popovich of quarterbacks. <laughs> no fucking way. <laughs> You're giving me shit? The Greg Popovich of quarterbacks. <laughs> You're an asshole. <laughs> Anywho, uh, yeah, I think Baker Mayfield's gonna be nice. I, I'm high on Baker Mayfield. I mean, I was pretty high on Johnny Manziel, and I looked like a dumbass. No, Johnny Manziel. But Johnny has Manziel. Johnny Manziel. He's an asshat. Johnny Manziel was hype, but he wasn't like he did he like so many hype plays, rounds. and it was mainly like his legs. I feel like that Johnny Manziel was really hyped for. Baker's can Baker Mayfield is hype because his, he makes throws that are like disgusting yeah, he's across his back. body yeah. and shit like that, like. He has so much confidence in his throws, which makes him different than Mansell. I think. All right, last thing on the agenda: uh, Kanye's back on Twitter. It's Yeezy season again, and Kid Cudi is coming back in a big way here in June. What do we think? (sighs) What was the name of the group that they are calling themselves? Something with kids and ghosts. I don't know. Worst. It's gonna change. Worst name ever. Also, shout out to uh, Kanye for saying that Pusha T is dropping an album in May. Also, that's, that that's what I'm looking forward to. Kanye, he had a female artist that I uh, didn't recognize. Tiana Taylor putting one out. Yeah, Kanye's trash. Um, 
Kid Cudi is extra trash, and Pusha T is the reason that label even functions. And that's actual facts. <laughs> John, you're being ridiculous. That's actual facts. VA. Uh, uh, yeah, I was going to say, where's Pusha T from VA. again? Thank you. He, Virginia Beach. Uh, yeah, exactly. He, he's actually the realist in that whole He thing. is real as fuck. Yeah. That, that label would not run at all without Pusha. That label wouldn't exist without Kanye. No, without yeah. Pusha. His label. Pusha <laughs> <laughs> does all the work. Get your hate out of here. No. Literally, your timeline on Twitter has been irritating the shit out of me. Everybody is just like, new Kanye, new Kanye, and you're just sitting here being a contrarian, being like, I, can say I, I don't, don't like the Kanye album. Kanye even though it hasn't I didn't say that. I said yet. I'm not interested in the Kanye It album. hasn't even come out yet. Okay, but you me saying I'm not interested in something is like. not a problem. John, you have an issue. You're not interested in. You were not interested in four four four, and don't say you were. I wasn't, but I listened to a few songs, and I ended up liking some. Four 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 is great. I album. did too. I like the OJ song. Shout out to you for sending me that screenshot of what Hope did way back when in Africa about the water. Yeah. Yeah, that see, was really you show cool. respect where I, respect yeah. you. That's he not a relevant. That was real conversation. He is a corn we're puff. talking about kid cutting. He's a corn puff. John, you're the one going on Twitter because you can't get Kanye or LeBron out of your mind. What is... I don't like either of them. I've seriously, like, not heard I don't of like Kid Cudi in a long time, though. He hasn't done anything. He is, he's completely I mean, irrelevant. In I mean, rap. like, I... Like, because we, we say he hasn't he been... Is, he hasn't gosh. been good in, like, six years, but, like... I haven't heard of him in probably three or four. I haven't heard of him in a song since Life like of Pablo. Satellite Flight. Was he, what was he on Life of Pablo? He's on the first track, Father Stretch My Hands. Oh, one. yeah, that's right. Beautiful Morning. Yeah. Humming? Is that's, it humming? He is humming. He says, Beautiful Morning. Yeah, this guy doesn't like Cuddy humming. You have a I don't problem. like Cuddy. I think Cuddy You is, don't need to like Cuddy to like Cuddy humming. If it's I don't, just aesthetically if pleasing I don't like to Cuddy, hear. I don't yeah. like anything. And so when did Life of Pablo come out? Like, 2016? Yeah, so like 15 years ago. Yeah. I don't like Cuddy. I don't like anything he does. I liked one song way back in like middle school. It was like freshman year of high school. All I'm saying is Pusha T does not run good music. (laughs) He does all the bands. And this this album will be good. It may not be great, but it will be listenable and it will be good. I sure. I hope hope it's listenable. I mean, it'll definitely. Life of Pablo is better than 444, and you know that. I don't. Think that's true. Life of Pablo definitely was. I don't think that's true, Ryan. I agree. Life of Pablo is better because both of you probably. And this is we're, this is apples oranges. We're never gonna agree on anything here. No. But we've all had sex with each other the same amount of times. If that's where you're gonna bring it, that's true. That's all, that's, that's <laughs> this isn't this isn't um, a love a lovers. Jay Z's album is more adult. Yeah. It is more business savvy. It's more about his business and about. His growth as a person, Kanye just spits dumb shit. He just rambles. He doesn't spit dumb shit. Kanye rambles. Everything he says is so fine tuned, John. I don't think you realize that. I just, I He's know. a perfectionist. Everything he says is for a reason. Everything he says is fine tuned. Hold on. I'm going <laughs> to read a tweet real quick and I want you to tell me how fine tuned this is. Thank you. I need to find it because this was like a really ridiculous one. Is it the one about oh. Jimmy Kimmel? Okay, here's one. Truth is my goal. Controversy is my gym. I do a hundred reps of controversy for a six pack of truth. That's great. That's a great tweet. Tell <laughs> Break me, it down for me. Tell me you tell, don't like that. It, Break please. it down for me. He's yeah. just saying that he would want to do that for just a little bit of that. Cars have four wheels. Hoodies have hoods. It's amusing to me when someone says, this is an original hoodie. Bro, it's a hoodie. 
And and this is where I'm gonna. Well, now he's just tweeting his mind. This is where I'm gonna. But I'm talking about his music being finely tuned. Was that? He changed Wolves like a hundred times. Was that the M- M- uh, MTV Awards where he went on that ramble, uh, Kanye 2020? What about Taylor Swift? No, the 2020 thing. Was that an MTV Awards as I well? I think so. He rambled for 40 minutes before he decided that said he was going to run for president about shit that made no sense. Nobody had a It clue. doesn't make sense to us. But, because he's so fucked up in the head. He's not fucked up in the head. It's called being a genius. No, it's not. No, if Albert not. Einstein or Stephen Hawking tried to talk to you, do you think you'd have any idea? I, would, what they I, were I think saying? I would. I think I could comprehend more than what he said. I don't know. I th- he was flip. I've listened and here. This is going to piss you off because I'm bringing Joe Budden into this. Joe Budden has been around Matt rap Pussy. music more than we were alive, <laughs> and he even said he said he loves Kanye. He said Kanye's a great rapper, a great artist, great musician. But he's fucking crazy. He is crazy, and that does not make him a genius. That makes him yeah, he rambles about. Sh- no, it doesn't. It doesn't. Name one genius. You're fucking crazy, crazy, and you're not now. a genius. I'm not crazy. Okay. <laughs> Tyler Smith's crazy, and he's not a fucking genius. He might be. He's smarter oh, than he looks. God. But he's not a genius. I think you want to throw genius around too easily. And that's I'm not, not just throwing... I'm not throwing away... Like, how many other artists am I calling geniuses? You just call, I, I think you just... You, you use it for him way too We have loosely. Kanye, who's a genius. We have the Beatles, who are geniuses. We have a couple of people in between those two okay, that were geniuses. Well, Jim Morrison was a genius. Prince was a genius. Prince was a genius. They all died young. Little Peep. Little Peep. R.I.P. <laughs> Hove's a genius. I think Hove is really smart and savvy. I don't think he's a genius. I don't think he's like Michael Jackson. I think Kanye is much more comparable to an artistic. Yeah, genius. well, without without Jay Z, Kanye's not around, and that's facts. No, without Jay Z, so, Kanye would have had an extra album because he made him wait so long to put out the college dropout. The only person that took a chance on Kanye was Jay Z. He would have made it himself. Uh, we he produced been a, a lot. It would have been that. a lot further down the road. Uh, anyways, it, it's it's like we knew this facts. would come up. <laughs> we we were prepared for it. Kanye comes out June eighth. Jay or. Uh, J. Cole comes out tomorrow. Tomorrow. In like five hours, which is way Post more Malone comes out in seven days. Nobody gives a shit. Allegedly. I, yeah, allegedly. Well, he uh, put it out on pre order, so. Also, Hove and Beyonce go on tour in like two months, which is really important. That is important. Beyonce makes my pants tight. <laughs> would you like to go see it with me? They play twice in FedEx. No. I'm, I'm not asking you. I, might, go. I could be interested. Not I'm for, not asking you. Not for the price point. I would, I'm not no, I would say, I, would, I, I feel like it would probably be too expensive for me to want to go. There are very few bands I'm not to see asking for over $100. You, I am not asking you. know Kendrick's you. tour is like 40 bucks a ticket? I'm not asking and Kendrick's you. way better. And Kendrick's with Schoolboy Q Wait, and SZA and, and a SZA. bunch what of you, Okay, first of all, Beyonce's more marketable than all of them. Jay-Z's more marketable than all of them. Well, yeah. yeah, because they lie and, and make also, up cheating scams. And also, Jay-Z, Kendrick Lamar is not better than Jay-Z. Don't you? He definitely is. Oh, turn it off. Thank you. Are we done? Are you shaking your head? Because yeah. Jay-Z is definitely better than Kendrick. No. You're an That's idiot. not true. You're out of your fucking mind. And you're the, not a genius. The so audience is definitely with me, even though they're <laughs> silent currently. But I'm, either way... I'm going to let you know that you rambling on all. dumb shit is not making you a genius. It's making you look stupid. You're an asshead. Piss John, off a rope. Jame, name one genius that is not crazy. <laughs> you! Kanye. You're batshit crazy and you're not a genius. I am not crazy. You're, I'm a you're, very you're rambling, person. You're rambling crazy statement. John, you keep me going. You keep adding fuel to this fire. Well, it's crazy. I was going to end it like five it's minutes. Is it over now? It's absolutely crazy. I think we're done. All right. End it. Goodbye. Goodbye.